102.7 ESPN Studios in Austin, Texas. This is the Jeff Ward Show. Hey, welcome to our little show. Here's the way it works. I riff on stuff and you react pretty straightforward. The phone numbers, you'll need them. 512-834-1027. That's 512-834-1027. If you want to follow me on Twitter, you can do that, or X, or whatever we're calling it this week. It's pretty simple. It's at Jeff Ward Show. That's at Jeff Ward Show. If you do want to post comments, feel free to do so. Just get to the point. Please don't suck. Try to make the show better if you can. If you want to check out the show podcast, you can do that by going to the Jeff Ward Show podcast, wherever you download your podcast. We drop it each afternoon. Same with the YouTube channel as well. Check it out. Subscribe to it. That's dropped each afternoon. All right, so your Dallas Cowboys were involved in a game that was almost unwatchable to a lot of you. It was a mix of mostly bad offense, stupid clock management, which was very predictable, and excellent defense. Now some takeaways. What you saw last night in a 2017 win in a game that looked like it was played in the early 1970s because that's the way it looked, that's the way it sounded, that's the way it flowed, that's how the Dallas team is built. That's their best kind of game. I say often that the best scoreline for the Cowboys is 24-21, and you saw it last night. That's, that's what they are. That's how they're built. And it goes in this order. It goes defense, kicking, minimize offensive mistakes, i.e. Dak Prescott. And it goes in that order. And last night was exactly how Dallas is built most of the time. You can't do it every week in the NFL. The 49ers and the Eagles have proved that. So that's how they're built for most of the time. It was a huge win that... Didn't seem like a huge win, and here's why. Again, just the way it looked didn't mean a whole lot to people. Not only did San Francisco and Philadelphia give games back to Dallas, Dallas has been been, an open week now, and then it gets fairly easy with a stretch of L.A., Philadelphia, the Giants, and the Panthers. So let's say say Dallas is 8-2 at that point, and they've beaten the Eagles. Or 7-3, and three, but let's just say they beat the Eagles. And they can, by the way. Then here it comes. Washington, Seattle, Philadelphia, the Bills in Buffalo, the Dolphins in Dallas, and the Lions on the road before they end their regular season with Washington. That eight-game stretch, they would probably need six wins. And that would include another win over the Eagles. And Lions. Is that in them? Maybe. Close. I think it's close. I do. I do. Now, they got issues. So the takeaways beyond that, this, the math they needed, the psychology they needed. Mike McCarthy's Dak Prescott simulation last night went almost just like he wants it to go. Dak Prescott was pretty good. He was pretty efficient. But Dak Prescott didn't implode, and that's all that matters. Almost all that matters. And that's what they want. He ran the ball really well, probably ran it too much, um, but didn't have a turnover. And he was pretty good, 21-30 for 272. That's enough. If he chases 350, 
then you're probably going to lose and he's going to make mistakes. So he was managed and micromanaged probably about the best that you could. And as long as you play great defense, just don't screw it up, man. It's ugly, and the fans aren't going to like it, and it's not going to be sexy to talk about, but that's, that's how they're going to win. So he was fairly boring in the way he played, although he ran around a lot. Still pretty impressive. I wouldn't recommend that too often. He was boring in the way he played because the game was set up to be boring. And then, of course, when you get corporate Dak Prescott, here he is after the game talking about the meaning of this game and all that stuff, being the usual company guy that he is. Last week is humbling. How would you describe this one? Resilient. Uh, resilient. The guys uh, fought. We knew this was a really good team. Uh, record doesn't necessarily show up, but nothing does in this, in this league. Uh, guys played their ass off. Offense, defense, uh, they came up with a huge play right there. Something we can build off of. What was, what was better with execution tonight, particularly the play, the big play to Tony Pollard? Yeah, I mean, we converted some on third downs. Uh, we were physical, way more physical than we were last week, but, hell, that's the past. Right now we're moving forward, man. This is a great one for us to, uh, for us to get going to this bye week and continue to stack after this. You predicted that CD was going to have a big game, but can you describe the impact that Brandon Cooks had, not just on the field tonight, but like you said, all week long? Yeah, he was due for it. Guy's been everything that we could ask for from the moment he came in in the spring. Uh, he's a true leader. He's a hell of a player on the field. Uh, tonight he just uh, reaped some of those benefits, and so uh, uh, happy for him. Big win on the road. You head into your bye, 4-2. and two. How's that sound to you? Sounds good. Sounds like we can enjoy this week, get healthier, uh, and come back and, as I said, stack some more wins and, and get this thing going. There you go. That's him. Yeah, whatever. Sure. The criticism... Um, the criticism is the offense. I mean, I'm sure this is talk radio all over the place. This was ESPN all morning long. It's just, like I said, it's not a fun game to watch. It's not what people are used to in a world of the Dolphins putting up 800 yards. Nobody wants to see what you saw last night, but that's the way it is for Dallas. That's it. Um, the criticism that the offense was too conservative. And by the way, what was the hat that Mumbling Mike was wearing? Did that not look like an Astros hat? I don't understand. <laughs> it was kind of red in the inside. I don't get it. I mean, somebody not look at it and say, "Man, you know, you're, the Rangers are playing the Astros. They're two and zero right now." But mumbling, Mike, are you wearing an Astros hat? So he, the criticism that the offense was too conservative from mumbling Mike is wrong. Like I don't think much of the guy, but that's wrong. It wasn't too conservative. I'm not sure it was conservative enough. If you hold your opponent to 17 points, you win every time in the NFL. Not most of the time. You win every time in the NFL, period. If you want proof, and I know this isn't fun either, but if you want proof that great defense wins, that great defense beats great offense, I give you the New York Jets winning. I give you the Dallas Cowboys scoring 20 points and winning and scratching to get the 20. Great defense beats great offense. Great defense wins every single time unless you screw up a bunch. Justin Herbert of the Chargers was not very good. That's mostly because the Dallas pass rush was moving him around. The guy's a broken finger. It looks weird when he's falling on the ground. Um, but the Dallas secondary was money last night. They were as good as they've been, and that's without their best player. That was impressive. That's a really talented quarterback they just beat. You hold him to 17 points indoors, it's a good night. You're good. 
Bumbling Mike was his usual mathematically challenged self. Dallas, I thought, I, I would say my head would explode, but it was completely predictable, okay? And that's this. Um, Dallas had one timeout left with nine minutes left in the game. Okay? <laughs> in a game that was tied. That's kind of a big deal. It's a big deal when you're not tied. They had one timeout left with nine minutes left in the game. Uh, not to mention his train wreck of clock management at the end of the first half. Uh, that's what you get with Mumbling Mike. And I read you what happens down the stretch. The problem is it's going to cost you a close game. It could cost you two close games. You can't operate that way. That's just unbelievable that he struggles like he does. I don't understand it. I don't know who's around him. I don't know why nobody can seem to add. But in the NFL, if you try to play the final nine minutes with one timeout in a tied game, you've screwed up. Uh, the broadcast, hmm, I guess it's tough because the game was you know straight from 1972, but the broadcast was stiff just like the game. Is that just me? It felt stiff. Um... Then you had this weird moment with Troy Aikman. I'm, now, I'm just now getting in on this. So I'm trying to figure out what is the online meme craze about Troy Aikman and Jay-Z. What's going on there, everybody? What, what have I missed? Is the claim that Troy Aikman and Jay-Z look alike? Is that, is that what we're doing? Okay, well, there was that moment last night in the broadcast. And Jimmy Kimmel Live, new tonight on ABC. Jay-Z is in the house tonight, reaching for a refreshment. Yeah. There's a meme that's going around. People think that's my doppelganger, you know, me, me and Jay-Z. You know, I see about, it. How about I that? LeBron, he's a Cowboys fan. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait. Is that a, is he joking? I don't think he is. Okay, um, Troy Aikman and Jay Z look alike. Who started that? I, have you seen the hair? I I, did, I don't quite get that one. What am I missing here? And then you got this issue of penalties. This is again mumbling Mike and mumbling Mike's issues. And it was a it was a game full of penalties. Um, I don't know why there were so many defensive penalties. Dallas was penalized 11 times. There was almost 170 yards in penalties last night. 20 were accepted, which is a challenge for those two buffoons coaching last night. It was tied for fourth most in a single game this season. And then I'm thinking, man, is it just my imagination or does Dallas get penalized a lot? Sure enough, they do. They are the most penalized team in the NFL with 46 penalties in six games. Uh, that should tell you something, too. So you can't do that. If you're going to only score 20, here's the risk for Dallas. You can, If you want to live with scoring 20 to 24, which is what I've said. I've said all along. That's how they're built. If you want to live with 20 to 24, okay. Um, and that defense, you, you, you get to 17 and that's it, then you win all the time. But one thing that will catch you, stupid coach, stupid time management, Bad kicking, which they don't have. They don't have. And then penalties. So, 
It's the right template of what Dallas wants to do going forward. It's the only thing they want to do going forward. It's the most successful way going forward, and that is play like it's 1972. Like, uh, let's go back to the Super Bowl of, what, 71? So, uh, let's see, Dwayne Thomas, Roger Staubach, Craig Morton, Tom Landry. I mean, that's what they want to do. They want to turn back the clock and play that way. It works pretty well unless you start getting, you know, 11 penalties, 12 penalties, and your coach can't add. It's the only thing that stands in their way as long as their defense is healthy. Are they one of the four best teams in the NFL? I don't think anybody would say that today, but I'm going to argue they're not that far off. Jeff Ward, weekdays on 102.7 ESPN. All right, thank you, Smoker Voice. You know, this whole Troy Aikman Jay-Z thing, I'm looking on Twitter or X or whatever it's called this week. Um, What? No. I mean, no. what? Don't see it. What? I don't understand. <laughs> hey, what? I've never heard of that until just now. I've never heard it of makes it until no sense. this morning. That's I'm... not even what Jay-Z really looks like right now. I know. Now. <laughs> I am completely confused. I, I just assume this is, I assume it's so off it's a joke. I hope it's a joke. Wow. And Troy Aikman, dude, you need to play with that last night. You got to go <laughs> on. You got to take this further than where. some free drinks out of that. Well, all right, let's do buy or sell. Two media legends, five topics, and a moment of jackassery. This is Buy or Sell. That's uh, Buy or Freaking Sell. Right, here's the way it works. There's a statement, five statements in total. You either buy it or you sell it. Uh, five statements. We might finish up with a moment of jackassery, although I think we just now have a have a nominee for jackassery because I'm you know, I'm sorry. I don't see how the white guy from Oklahoma looks like Jay-Z, but that's just me. Buy or freaking sell. <laughs> the Cowboys are the third best team in the NFC. Buy or sell. Good Lord. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know if I can say it out loud. I, I buy it. Um, wait, did I hear a you? lot about how how bad the NFC is? You bought, right you bought, now. you bought. Wait, you bought that? I bought it. They're right. the third best team in the okay. NFC. All right. Yeah, they're they're third behind the 49ers and the Detroit Lions. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm buying that because the defense showed you on Monday night that they can win games, even when the offense messes up, even when McCarthy has a brain fart. They're still going to figure it out. They're still going to figure it out. Michael Parsons reaffirmed that he is a superstar pass rusher after being quiet a couple of games. And Brandon Cooks finally showed up. So I, I I am high on them as the third best team. In the NFC, they'll be the top top ranked wild card team. They'll probably host a wild card game before they take their leave from the playoffs. I'm buying. You think they beat Philadelphia twice? No. Yeah. They're not going to beat Philadelphia twice. No, that's not going to happen. But they're still Philadelphia plays of the competition. But they but they'll always be ready for the Cowboys. Uh, so yeah, I, I think that they can beat Philly at the house, but um. I don't know that they will sweep them, and um, I definitely wouldn't pick against them in the playoffs, even though Philadelphia hasn't been that good this year, but I'm buying. Yeah, I mean, that uh, you know, Dallas is going to turn every game into something straight out of 1972. 
You know what? I'm like just I'm waiting for Dwayne Thomas to play, and then the Jim Kick is on the other side. <laughs> like I just, it's it. They really are 1972, but this time with a stupid coach. See, I, 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 I I'm not, I'm not selling Philadelphia yet. I'm having a hard time with this. Um, Detroit's thrown me off, but there's no way you can. I'll buy the Dallas is three, but I'm now. I think Troy, Detroit's the real thing. I think we now got. Oh, that. Yeah. I think we got that figured out. I think we can now mostly say, "Yeah, we buy that." Um, I, I know a lot of people don't like what Philadelphia is doing, but I kind of trust them in the long haul. I, I, I don't know. I feel like they're just pacing themselves a little bit. But I'll, I'll, I'll buy Dallas at three. I will. The problem is, last night went just like I thought it would. It went just like I think they wanted to go. The one, two giant problems. Penalties and stupid coach. That's what would worry me down. That he's stupid. They had said they had one timeout left with nine minutes left in the game, and it's a tie game. What are you doing? Taking defensive timeouts? Defensive timeouts? Oh my god! That's the only. I mean, even if you don't have the right play call, just tell Michael Parsons go get go get it. Yeah, just go chase the ball, man. Go be a football player. Go uh, be a football player. That is why I'm pausing because last night it just in a close game, his his stupidity, his inability to handle math raised its head again, and they're so good they overcame it. So I'll take him at three, but there's going to be a 2017 game, the third of 17, and not the 20, and it's going to be his fault. Buy or freaking sell. Mike McCarthy is the head coach of the Cowboys on opening day of 2024. Buy or sell? Of course he is. Because if he's not, then where's the circus? Yeah, Jerry Jones is the ringmaster. I'm buying. Mike McCarthy is going to win enough games to be dangerous. He's going to go 10 and 7 this season, or maybe if he's lucky, 11 and 6. And they're going to make the playoffs, and they may win a playoff game. But the question you got to ask yourself is, who do you have to replace Mike McCarthy if you're Jerry Jones? Is there some guy that you really, really, really want? And I don't know that that guy exists. I don't. I don't know that he exists. And I think Mike McCarthy is just passive enough to allow Jerry to be the coach, and Jerry can – do the do his interviews after the game. Let's not let's not put a crown on this guy. He beat a team that's supposed to be zero and four. He beat the second. He beat the. He's the. He's probably the dumbest coach in the league. He beat the. He beat the. Well, he's the second dumbest. He beat the dumbest. Yeah, the dumbest. Is Staley, a, the dumbest is on the other side, looking like Sasquatch. Yeah. Brandon Staley's the dumbest. Yeah, I mean he is. He's he's supposed to be zero and four. Yeah. Quarterback has bailed him out twice, and so and if he had had a chance, something stupid yesterday he would have. Mm-hmm. But it was so tight that he just had to play it out. But I'm telling you, Mike McCarthy, not win a Super Bowl with the Cowboys. This roster, as currently constructed, has a chance to make a run. If Dak can stay out of the way and do what he did last night, use his legs. Where's that been, Jeff? Yeah. Using his legs, keeping plays alive, 
the Dak I've been expecting to see all season. So if that happens, the Cowboys going to make the playoffs. McCarthy's going to have his job for at least another year. I'm buying. I'm selling. Um, I'm selling. I, I I've seen enough. If they don't play in the NFC Championship game, one, it will be because of him. It will not be because of talent. <laughs> it will be because of him. And if they don't play in the NFC Championship game, I, I don't think he'll be back. And I think Dan Quinn will be their head coach because that's what Jerry does. He just slides other dudes over, and then that's that's who it will be. And then the guy on the other side, Kellen Moore, will be the head coach of the Chargers. I think that's the way that's going to play out. Um, I think they – I'm – they're not a dumb bet to make the NFC Championship game. The only reason why they won't is because of him. And if they don't make it, even the old man that runs the team, I think, knows it. And I think he gets why. I don't think he's on the sideline next year. Buy or freaking sell. The Texans make the playoffs. Buy or sell. <laughs> dude, dude, they're not making the playoffs. I mean, okay. I love Derrico Ryan. I love what he's doing. Yeah. Texans, I love... I love how he's got them energized and they're playing hard for him. They're not talented enough right now to make the playoffs. Not out of the AFC, fam. Not out of the AFC where you know Miami's going. You know Buffalo's going. You know the winner of the AFC North, be it Baltimore's. I just still think Cincinnati's going to win that division. They're in last place. They're going to win that division because Joe Burrow looks like Joe Burrow now. So – so you got uh, one team out of the north. You got you know the the Dolphins and the Bills are both going to make the playoffs. We know that. Uh, Jacksonville looks okay in the south, and then you got the Chiefs. Now there's going to be a, there's going to be a um, one up for grabs. I think uh, I think the Raiders are looking really good with their with their defense, and if the if the Colts um, the Colts losing that quarterback is going to kill them. It's really possible that three teams from the north. Are gonna are gonna make the playoffs, and that's gonna and that's gonna leave the Houston Texans out of it. Uh, the Steelers are better than they played. Uh, the the Browns that really surprised me that they beat uh, that they that they won how they won. But then I think the Bengals are gonna win the division. So no way the Texans can make one of those three wild card spots. Not gonna happen. I'm I'm uh, I'm selling. Yeah, I gotta sell too, and it sucks. Um, I mean, think how this conversation is gone. We've gone from buying or selling whether they win four or six, and then both of us laughing out loud and saying, "Take the under." I've I've actually bet again on the under with real money, and now I did. I now, did. That money's gone. And Jeff. now it's we're gone. not. Now we're exactly. Now we're not laughing at the the outside chance of them making the playoffs. They won't because the numbers are against them. If they were in the NFC, they probably would. But they're in. But they're in the NFC South. I, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out if D'Amico Ryans or Dan Campbell is the coach of the year. D'Amico Ryans yeah. the coach of the year. Yeah, I think so. Dan Campbell Dan Campbell's just picking up where they left off last yeah. season. You yeah. knew coming in that the Lions were on some different stuff. I mean, yeah, we're gonna we got a buy or sell coming up on that, yeah. on that, on something involving that. So yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna save that little nugget. Yeah. But the Lions are as good as we thought they'd be. But I'm gonna go with the D'Amico Ryan's because they're gonna go they're gonna go seven and ten or eight and nine, and that's gonna be just a damn miracle and, considering yeah, what absolutely. they have on I their mean, roster. Gonna get, there needs to be a statue. Um, that's it's that simple. They're gonna have the <laughs> they're gonna have. It's quite possible. Gonna, I think they're gonna have the offensive rookie of the year. 
And I think, uh-huh. they're, pro- I think they're probably going to have the coach of the year. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and well-deserved. I mean, I didn't see it coming. They they were trash by early September. This is or Sell. Two media legends, five topics, and a moment of jackassery. This is Buy or Sell. That's Buy or Freaking Sell. All right, here we go. Jimbo Fisher is fired by February 1st. Buy or sell? I'm selling. Um, I know the price of crude is great right now, and if you're in oil and gas, and you're an Aggie, you got so much money, you're so flush with cash right now, you don't know what to do, and you might just want to add five million into that hat that they just might be passing around in College Station to come up with that $75 million buyout, but I think they're going to give Jimbo one more year. I think he's going to get one more season. They got to win seven or eight for him to even have a chance to get one more year. If they go six and six in a season where once again they opened it up ranked high and going to end up unranked, then he's got to get run. Got to get him out of there. But I think I think they're going to win seven. He's going to get a stay of execution. The phone on that on the wall is going to ring and they're going to shut down old Sparky for another year. And I think Jimbo <laughs> is going to survive the executioner in the 979. So I'm selling. Wow. I did not think I would hear an electric chair reference today, but I think there were two of them in that. Uh, I don't know how they don't win seven. I mean, they've got some, you know, some religious schools and directional schools mixed in there. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know how they don't get to seven. It's pretty hard not to. Um, They need to let him know they're planning on firing him just to say, you know, you're dead man walking. We'll just keep the death penalty uh, references going. You're dead man walking. Uh, we don't care if it hurts your feelings. You got a hundred million bucks, so I don't think they're ready. That's that's my argument. Is I don't blame him for firing the guy. I mean, he's supposed to be an offensive mind. He doubled down with Bobby Petrino as an offensive mind, and he went on the road and lost for the eighth straight time and produced all of what thirteen points. Uh, yes, it's just it's it's ridiculous what he's done, and they've got talent. I mean, there's no. There's no reason for them not to be in a down year. There's no reason for them not to be looking at an SEC championship game. They wouldn't win it, but at least get to it. No, I'm with you, Sid. I don't think they're prepared to run him off and what goes with it unless, unless Dan Campbell, the Aggie that he is, decided to leave Detroit and come back to Caldwell. Oh, good Lord. But they're come back to no, no, he's not going to No. Are you sure? You don't want you to become a pro coach. You don't want to deal with recruiting. It's $100 and, million. Dollars, class. Yeah, that's true. He's about to get a, the Ford's about to give him a raise. He's about to be making nine, ten million a year. You don't want you, yeah, co- pro coaches got it way better in college. You don't deal with parents in the pros, you don't deal with alumni in the pros. You know, so no. So he's not going to have to walk that green mile for another year. <laughs> I'll keep it another, going. There's another way. I keep it going. There's another one. Uh, I got to work a fire. Hey, you could always end up, end up in Huntsville. I mean, there you go. I got to work a yeah. firing squad into this somehow now. Um, I don't know. I think they got to make, I think they've got to, I think they need to plan and I think they need their planning to be public. And if I were 
associated with them and I had the money or I wanted to offend Jimbo Fisher, I'd call Dan Campbell and say, hey, Dan, aren't you from around here? You're a country guy. Hey, how about it, man? Um, life's easy down here. I don't, I don't think he, I'm with you. I don't think he would do it because he's about to do something in Detroit we haven't seen. I haven't seen it in my lifetime. I mean, it'll be the coolest story of the year. Um, so I think it'd be hard to prime away. Otherwise, I don't know what they do. I don't think there. I don't think there's any position to hire, fire Jimbo, give him his giant check, and then turn around and go hire somebody else. You're not hiring Deion Sanders. Uh, I don't even know what other options are there. So I, I'm with you. I think he's still coaching by whatever lame bowl they're in this year, and I think he's coaching next year. The only tipping point I see where it's just it's overdone. The firing squad gets them. They lose to Texas, and they will. They lose. They to, will. They lose they, to Texas. Texas Every death penalty reference you want to come up with, I think, is in play. Well, I don't know when that game is. So if we change this to buy or sell, I don't know next October, November. Whenever that game happens, I think he might be fired at, you know, eight p.m. that night. They lose big because I think it's the car station, so that's going to be. Better. Oh yeah, even more. I mean, he doesn't make it to the car. A nice car, by the way. It's a really nice car, I bet, but he doesn't make it to the car. But wouldn't you love to be a college football coach who gets oh my fired gosh. from a power five? Oh. You go, you leave you leave college station and go straight to the Bahamas. Yeah. I mean, I'd go by an island. I'd be there already. <laughs> I mean, like uh, what's his name that got fired at LSU? Was it was the greatest speech uh, I've ever Coach heard? Coach O. Yeah, and they said uh, they told him they're going to fire him. They're going to give him seventeen million dollars, and he said, "That's great, I'm leaving." Okay. Great. <laughs> he said, "That's awesome." What took you so long? Yeah. I mean, how many how, how many photos, how many selfies do I have to take with Cohen to to get fired around here? I mean, good lord. Well, that's my I mean, thing he was about that's to be my fired. thing about Jimbo Fisher is they got to do some kind of like. Uh, Get some Trump MAGA hat dudes involved and try to frame Jimbo Fisher on some horrific crime. That's the only way to get out of this deal. Um, you know, they need they need him to do something stupid like the guy in Michigan State or something like that, where he could just run him out and get out of the contract entirely. What an idiot! What an yeah. idiot! Yeah, what an idiot! Yeah, I'm afraid hey, to, I'm to, fr- to be a fly on the wall in Mel Tucker's house right now. Oof. To hear 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 his wife talking yeah. to him right now. Yeah. I'm like, good lord, idiot. Uh, I'm with you. I think Jimbo Fisher's back. Buy or freaking sell. All right. If there was a draft of NFC quarterbacks right now, your first pick would be Jalen Hurts and Dak Prescott would be selected third. Buy or sell? Sell? I'm not taking Jalen Hurts. You see how he's been playing lately? I know he's young, and I know we're talking about upside. He's not the best quarterback in the NFC. It's Jared Goff oh, shoot. of the Detroit Lions. Shoot. It's Goff. Yeah. 40 touchdowns. Yeah. Only 10 picks. Last 23 games. That's how good he's been. He's efficient. He doesn't get his team beat. And he's smart. And he is 29 years old. It's not like he's like a 37-year-old guy who just – discovered something late in his career, he can do this for another seven or eight years. And he's got a coach who trusts him. They go for it on fourth down more than anybody in the league because Dan Campbell, unlike Mike McCarthy, trusts his quarterback. So I would take 
I would take uh, Jared Goff first, and then I would take Jalen Hurts. Dak Prescott third. Man, him, but that's a contest between him and Geno Smith. Yeah. That's a real contest. That is a real contest. I'm going to go Geno Smith third and Dak fourth. Me too. I am. Yep. Yeah, shoot. I wanted to say all that stuff about Jared Goff. This might be the quietest, most nondescript. You know, those two guys have incredible years that nobody knows about. One was still Baker Mayfield in Tampa. And then the other is what Jared Goff is doing. You know, everybody's talking about Brock Purdy as the MVP. No, 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 no. no. It's not even. He's not. It's not even close. I mean, uh, this guy has yeah. been. He's he's been yeah. ridiculous, and that right. that's why that's why if you're Dan Campbell and you look at the landscape and you look at the next two or three, four years coaching in Detroit, and A and M did call and throw a bunch of money at you'd say, wait a second, I uh, I got a 29 year old quarterback who is as good as anybody in the game right now. No, man, I the. I'll just follow him. So, yeah, it goes. I go like this. I draft like this in the NFC. I go Jared Goff today. I nice. think. I think I go Brock Purdy too. Okay. I go Jalen Hurts three. I go Geno Smith four. Probably Kirk Cousins five. Dak Prescott six. That's probably how I go. And I'm not quite sure Baker Mayfield isn't making an argument to be at that spot instead. And you know what? Um, you, you got you saw what you get with uh, Brock Purdy when Trent Williams got hurt, yeah. when when McCaffrey and Debo got hurt. Um, that's what you get. And and Brock Purdy is good, but but Jared Goff doesn't have a Christian McCaffrey in the backfield. He doesn't have Trent Williams protecting his blind side. He doesn't have that. He just doesn't have that. And he's still excelling. He's still excelling. And you know what? I forgot about Kirk Cousins. I I would not draft Dak over Kirk Cousins. Yeah, Kirk Cousins is better than Dak all day long. Yeah, I think and so. I and I think Kirk Cousins is probably better than Jalen Hurts. He's just old. Yeah, well, and he's just stuck in a bad place. I mean, I think if you stuck Kirk Cousins on Dallas or you stuck Kirk Cousins on Philadelphia, I think we'd be talking about how you know he's the second best quarterback, maybe third outside in the whole division. Um, I just you know he's just stuck in a not a bad team, but a team that just can't get over the hump and I think we just he's just and also what's weird about him is I think everybody likes him so much that he's such a nice guy that it overshadows that he's a, a good player better than people realize so yeah and and he's put up numbers wherever he's played doesn't always get the credit doesn't doesn't have all all world talent around him outside of Justin Jefferson um they're, they're running backs atrocious they don't have a good offensive line and the defense has been decent, and that's kind of kept them in the mix. But I really like Cousins as a top four over Dak. If the Jets were smart, they're not. Their owner's an idiot. But if they were smart, they would have made a move the minute Aaron Rodgers sat down on that cart, and they would have gone all in on Kirk Cousins and say, we'll get you out of there. Because if Kirk Cousins were taking snaps in New York with the Jets, they'd make the playoffs this year. I think the Saints should have gone after Kirk Cousins instead of Carr. I know Carr. I know Carr was readily available, but uh, Kirk Cousins better than better than Derek Carr. And Kirk Cousins in the right situation could could really make some noise in a playoff situation. All right, I, I think this is a moment of Jack Ashery. What is this thing 
with Troy Aikman and Jay Z. Oh my God! Have you heard this before? Well, first of all, Troy, I'm yeah, I heard it a couple of weeks ago. Troy mentioned it on the game. Last I know. Night. I play, I Jay Z was I, there. I played a clip of it, and then he made quick reference to it. And I thought, you know, I. I you need to make a joke out of this. I, I don't know where it's going. He he sort of threw it out there, then then left it there, and I have no idea what this is about. I'm I'm missing something here. Is this a joke? It's not a joke. People think that they look alike. And first of all, let me let me. You know, I'm I don't I'm not usually into judging men's looks because all men are pretty hideous to me. Just a preference. Um, but Jay Z, uh, if you want to put a put a looks comparison, Jay Z looks like Joe Camel, and that's been out there for. Many years, you can put Jay Z. You can put Jay Z on a cigarette box, and nobody's gonna, no one's gonna flinch because he looks just like that camel. Joe he Camel he looks like he looks like the camel, the cigarette camel cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm trying to remember now. Um, wow, it's been a while. Go, okay. Google it. Go, just Google Jay Z, Joe Camel. It'll come up. Everybody's already put them side by side. You won't have to work to find that comparison. Okay. Troy Aikman's a good looking guy. Jay Z is not. I know Jay-Z married to Beyonce. I get it. I get that. But if, if Jay-Z worked at a car wash he, he and Beyonce came through in her Lamborghini and he's armor all in her tires and goes, what's up, baby? <laughs> She'd have go, not you. Sign my tires so I can get out of here. That's how that would have gone. But he's a mogul. Get those, get the hot women. And good for Jay-Z. But let's not pretend that, that Jay-Z's Denzel Washington. He is not. So he's not even as good as he's not as even as good looking as Troy Aikman. So that this whole thing is a joke. So the Joe Camel thing's been around for a while. Oh yeah, especially yeah. in black culture. Oh my God, wow. we've been talking about this for twenty years. If you Google Jay Z Joe Camel in a Google search and do hit images, you're gonna get a split screen of Jay Z on one side and the Camel on the other. I didn't just make that up. It's wow. out there. Uh, this is gonna sound. This is gonna sound dumb. Is Joe Camel? That's not even legal anymore, can you? Can't put uh, these sort of icon cartoonish things on cigarette li- anymore, can you? Joe Camel's not around anymore. Don't, man, I don't know. I don't smoke, so I have yeah. no idea. I, I, even, I, I, I thought Joe Camel was still a fan. Brandon, is Joe Camel still? A, I don't think it is. I think it's no, a, he's actually. Long gone. I, I think it's a, it was it was against the law. You're not allowed to advertise. Yeah, that you couldn't. Um, but I think it also goes further. I should know this. I taught this subject. Um, I believe that it's against the... I'm trying to think of the definition. You can't use cartoonish characters. And I think the law was put into effect specifically because of Joe Campbell. So it's been... Not since 64. That's when the cigarette labels were mandated. But late 60s, I guess. Wow. Really? I think so, yeah. I think I'm right about that. It's... uh, they tried to do the same, not to bore everybody, but they tried to do the same in in California when it comes to McDonald's and stuff like that. That um, that they were trying to outlaw movie tie-ins with cartoon characters because they felt like it was too it was some trickery and it was too influential for kids and all that stuff. There you go. That I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. There's check your, your check. Check your phone. I sent. I sent a. I sent a link. To, okay. Let's see. What am I? I sent, you, I sent a Joe, Joe Campbell, Campbell Jay Z link. All right. Well, this is. Uh, what are we? Check oh. your text. Well, yeah. Boy, that sucks. That sucks for him. Yeah, well, he's su- rich. What is it? It sucks for Jay. It sucks for. It sucks for Jay Z. But. What are you sleeping with Beyonce? I feel sorry I for him. I don't. He can be. 
I, I would love I would love to look. be hideous and sleep with Beyonce. Okay, okay, that's fine. He does not look. I don't think he looks yes, like he Joe Camel. Joe Camel yes, doesn't he have he dreads now? I mean, they showed, yeah, him, the, they showed him eating some nachos or something in the in a booth by himself. I hate those dreads. I hate and, uh, them. They look thought, horrible. Is this a joke? Like Troy just make a joke. Like, he looks like the guy with red hair and dreads. What? Like male, a male Medusa had that game last night with those dreads. Yeah. He looked like a male Medusa. I mean, yeah. it's not a good look for him. But far be it for me to tell a billionaire how to wear his hair. You know, so, but it's if, like you know, but it's it's. You're older and you're trying too hard. It's like an older guy having a man bun. You can't do that. Just don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. You're old. Yeah. And rich. I know you're married. I know uh, you're rich. You're old, and no one tells. No one says no to you because they don't want to get taken off payroll. Jay Z got that hair done, and he looked at his boys, and he goes, "What do you think, fellas? Oh man, now you look great. You look great." <laughs> Is it PF Chang's tonight? Yeah, see, that's that's how that works. That's how that works. <laughs> well, I don't even think the dude looks like uh, Joe Camel, so uh, I sure the hell doesn't that's look good. like Troy Aikman. No, he really doesn't. I mean, and I can't. I'm glad Troy got a got a little piece of that, but it, I never thought it was a thing. It's but just, you know what that bro- you close. know what that broadcast needs? What both of them need? And this isn't Troy Aikman. I mean, it's just not him. But that's a moment right there where you could give a boring game some entertainment value, and that is play with that for a little bit and say, for the, you know, yeah, because, do, a, do a whole bit of it, because the game was just dragging on and it was boring as hell. Man. Yeah, he could have play, played seven. with that. In the old Monday Night Football days, let me tell you the difference between entertaining exactly. broadcasting and not entertaining broadcasting. In the old Monday Night Football days with Gifford, Cosell, and Dandy Don, and I know they were liquored up, but you know what they would have done? They would have had him in the booth, and they would have been yucking it up, and it would have been a blast. And you know, and you know what Monday Night Football needs, and I've written it for years, Jeff. Do they, if they really want to win the ratings wars and and beat beat wrestling, because more people watch Monday Night Raw than than Monday Night Football. I'm going to tell you who they should get in the booth: Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley is gold. Yeah, and he knows sports, and he's always funny, and it doesn't matter what the subject matter is. Charles Barkley's going to make you laugh. And people want to hear what he's got to say. They'll never get him, but they should get Charles Barkley. Now, he TV, was in, yeah, he was, TV, modern TV is too afraid. Um, it's just too afraid. They wouldn't go there. Um, I don't think. Is he doing a thing for CNN? Is that happening or not? So, which uh, I'm, you know, I'll, I'll tune in because it's Chuck. But I yeah. want. I just wonder if maybe Turner's paying him so much that they need to get more bang for their buck. Yeah. Instead of him working six months out of the year doing hoops, they probably need to get some more money out of Chuck because, you know, that's all Turner property. So, yeah, I would think that um, they need to get more money out of Chuck. That's why they gave him another gig. All right, Chad, great stuff, and thanks for working in nine different death penalty references. Well, man, man, if we can, uh, I was trying to figure out an Anne Boleyn reference, but I just let it go. <laughs> you think I let it go. That's the only, yeah, that's that's the only thing we, we didn't, didn't have. It's the, the only one we didn't have is uh, we didn't have the, the guillotine. All right, man. But you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll try again next time. All right, see ya. Later. This is Buy or Sell.